0: Welcome to Take It Home, a wrestling podcast. I am your host, Zach Hilton, and I'm running this show solo today. Jay Steele wasn't able to watch TLC, so I wanted to go ahead and kick out this uh, pay-per-view review. Um, Today we are going to review TLC 2017, and we're also going to talk some of the uh, matchups that were uh, released for Survivor Series uh, this year. So let's just go ahead and start with TLC, uh, the first match, which is a women's match. I thought this was a great idea. Before the show started, I thought Asuka should um, debut and open the show. I remember with Shinsuke Nakamura, they did the same thing. Um, I like this match I think it's solid I think Emma got a lot of offense in herself I'm not sure if that was done by the back Or was it the two workers But I enjoyed it I, I think it was solid I don't think Asuka was as dominant as I wish she was Um, But that is what it is. Solid match, like I said. Uh, Then we go to our second match, which is Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan defeating Gentleman Jack Gallagher and Brian Kendrick. I enjoyed this match. Pretty solid uh, battle between cruiserweights. Uh, This show is awesome in, I, I would say, booking form, maybe on paper, because you know we get three women's match complete through the night the pre-show had a women's match um and then the cruiserweights get two matches themselves which I thought was pretty cool Uh, like I said this one's solid nothing not like you know five stars or anything but it was uh, pretty decent then we go on to our first title defense of the evening Alexa Bliss defeating Mickey James for the Raw Women's Championship and Alexa Bliss did retain I thought this was a really good match I like Mickey. I like that she's the veteran on the Raw Women's side and you know it goes to show and it shows that she can still hang and Alexa bliss. I think she's just getting better and better and better. She's getting wise in that ring. I think she had some good, uh, heel, uh, active like stuff through the match. But you know, this was a pretty solid, pretty solid match. I would say, uh, then let's go on to Enzo Amore defeating Kalisto. Uh, and retaining his WWE Cruiserweight Championship. This is probably the best Enzo I've seen since uh, coming to the Cruiserweight side. I love Enzo in the Cruiserweight division. I think he is a star. I think it shows through his promos and such. And, you know... um, him becoming Cruiserweight champion in this match for the second time, I think it was the smart move. I think he needs a good long uh, run with this championship until they build somebody to actually take it. I I get the feeling they wrote themselves in a corner, and that's why they had Callisto win it. But ultimately, I think, um, I think Enzo's got a long run with the second one, and hopefully he does because I don't... I don't want to see them trade this title back and forth with all these other cruiserweights. But, once again, it's a raw show. We had multiple cruiserweights on the show, and I think they need to continue doing that. From there, we go to the Demon Finn Balor defeating AJ Styles. And, originally, and if you listen to our preview episode, it was supposed to be the Demon Finn Balor versus Sister Abigail. Um, Bray Wyatt got sick and instead of you know canceling the match uh, they basically just you know AJ Styles takes Bray Wyatt's place and going into this show just like I said in the preview episode, I was not excited at all for this show. I, I really was just going to watch it for the podcast. I, I didn't really care about the whole card itself. And then a couple of things happened, and we'll get on to that other one uh, in our main event. But um, AJ Styles was announced that he was replacing uh, Sister Abigail... And for the first time ever, Finn Balor versus AJ Styles, it's a must-see. And for these guys to never be in the ring before, and this is their first outing, man, did they have a great match. I'm talking, it was what I wanted it to be. I feel, you know, they didn't give us everything that they could do, but I know that just leaves room for something later on. And I really would like another match between these two. I would like these two to also be a part of the club. Um If you, you know, saw the match at the end, they both gave each other the two sweet, and it just, I don't know. There's something awesome about knowing that these guys and where they come from with the Bullet Club and stuff like that. And I like that it's almost this unspoken thing that, They do. Like, it's like the NWO or DX existed, but not in the WWE world, but they still do the second and stuff like that. But I just, uh, I really, I really enjoyed this match. Like I said, I don't think this is the best match they could have given us. I don't think they intended to do that. They just wanted to wet our mouths with their uh, sweet wrestling skills. It is match of the night for me. And I I would definitely say it's like four, four and a half stars of a match. So... That's what I feel on that. Jason, uh, our next one is Jason Jordan defeating Elias. And throughout the night, you know, Elias was trying to perform and Jason Jordan would interrupt. And then it led to this match. Honestly, I'm a big fan of Elias. I'm still not sold on Jason Jordan, but who is? Uh, it was fine. It's it's a fine, you know, uh, match between main events and... You know, it is what it is. Then we go on to our main event of the evening, Kurt Angle. Now, I know what you're saying, not Roman Reigns. So, you know how I said earlier, Bray Wyatt sick. Well, so was Roman Reigns. And replacing Roman Reigns in this Shield match is Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle just out of nowhere being the replacement, two things came to mind. One... This is so awesome. Like, I've been wanting Kurt Angle to wrestle a match in WWE. I'm getting it this way. Awesome. The kind of bad thing about it, it was unannounced. Like, I think Kurt Angle deserves a little hype going into a show if you're going to do it. I get that, you know, you wanted to make an impact so maybe people are going to be interested now. That's cool. I dig that. But I also feel like that's as a storyteller I think that takes away from the story of Kurt Angle coming back and doing this match um I I I just wish they had time to promote I know there's plenty of other guys I mean you brought AJ to be in this um you could have found someone else in my opinion who isn't uh working often to do it I get that you know it was short notice and this is as close of a name that you could get on short notice maybe possibly i don't know but anyways Kurt Angle's in this match uh he's with Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins he's even wearing like the shield get get up i think the one thing that we could take away from this match are all the memes of Kurt Angle being with them standing up there with his hands up like you know hey i'm you know, I'm their dad dressing up with them on Halloween kind of stuff. It's 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 adorable. But uh, they defeated The Miz, Cesaro, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Kane. Going into this match, I wasn't interested because it's five against three. Even with Kurt Angle in it, I was still like, uh, it's still five against three. And I'm not even going to lie, this match is two hours and 17 minutes long. At least that's how it felt. I felt like they did so much in this match of crazy nonsense like the beginning and are fine i think that those are you know cool moments in it but throughout the match just some things i just i couldn't like get into this match i think for what it is it's fine it's like three stars or whatever um but i i just this main event was just too influxed with like things that they uh, I'm trying to describe just the way they would do things like Braun Strowman and Kane like just beating each other up and stuff like that like it was just so much I just wish we didn't have that in the match I think if this was a straight up three on three match the bar versus or the bar and the Miz versus the shield I think this match could have stole the show practically, but that's not we, what we got. Um, so that was a TLC. I, I think the show went from I didn't want to watch it to watchable. And with a solid undercard with uh, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James to Asuka and Emma with AJ Styles versus Finn Balor those things are watchable and then you get to the main event and you know i just wanted to shoot myself sometimes um i think it went from potentially being like a 3.54 to what i feel is a solid six so it's watchable if you haven't watched it go for it um so yeah that's tlc now let's talk this um, Survivor Series card. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. So, one one of the things that I love, it's, it's a brand versus brand show. So, it's going to be Raw versus SmackDown, which I like. I like when we do those kind of things. It's people that we haven't seen face each other in a while or face each other at all. And... Literally, after TLC is done, like they've already made one match, and we'll get to that in a minute. But at the top of the show, Kurt Angle comes out and he's just like, These are the matches we are doing on Survivor Series. It's Miz versus Baron Corbin. It's Natalia versus Alexa Bliss. It's going to be a five on five Survivor Series style match, uh, women and men versions. And I just. I I like build. I really do. I like how we can build to something, and the fact that I feel like they don't have the patience to build is kind of weird to me. And I also find it weird that two of the matches that got announced, which is Natalia, Alexa Bliss, like I said, and Miz and Baron Corbin, they're both heels. They're like it's heels versus heels in both matches i don't think the fans really care about those i wish i wish it would have been okay well we're going to have natalia face a smackdown uh woman or i'm sorry excuse me we're going to have alexa bliss fight a smackdown woman and we're going to have uh natalia face a raw woman like i just feel like that is a little better or how about this i mean ugh, how about we have Natalia leading a Survivor Series team versus Alexa Bliss leading uh, a Survivor Series team. And then if you still want a women's match, you just have a woman versus woman. I I don't know. I just feel like we're we're going to have heel versus heel and it's you know, the crowd's just not going to get behind it. Perhaps. I mean, I understand Alexa Bliss and just like how the miz is kind of uh, both of them are getting these like face reactions i still feel the match itself is going to be hindered because both bad guys do bad guys things um and like i said they haven't announced the the teams yet but we'll we'll get back to that later um we also have wwe champion gender mayhall versus Brock Lesnar, the Universal Champion. And when Brock got challenged last week by Jinder, I I was just like, I don't care about this. I don't care that Brock is going to fight someone who I feel isn't even on the same level. And in Paul Heyman's promo last night on Monday Night Raw... He made it be known gender isn't on Brock's level. I just I, I don't get why I have to get Gender Mayhall shoved down my throat, but I know since I'm getting this match, I kind of feel like Gender Mayhall may win it. And I don't know if I can stomach it. So, I think it's fair to say And I'm just pre-warning you guys now, if you listen to this show, if Jinder Mayhall beats Brock Lesnar, I'm taking a little bit of break. And the show's going on a hiatus until Royal Rumble. I will let you know right now, Royal Rumble will be our first show back. um, Because I'm not going to be able to stomach watching a show where Jinder Mayhall beats Brock Lesnar. I'm just letting it know right now. Um, at the end of Raw, like all the SmackDown guys came and beat up uh the Raw guys and Shane McMahon was like, take that Kurt Angle. So I kind of feel like Shane and Kurt are gonna be the leaders, which is whatever. But yeah, man, going into Survivor series and basically just running this card right now, I'm not I'm not in. I'm gonna be honest. But it is what it is, and that's this week's Take It Home. Thank you for listening. Make sure you go to the podcasting to listen to all previous episodes, which you may have to do if Gender Mayhall beats Brock Lesnar. You can also search for us on iTunes, just type in the podcasting couch. We are on Twitter at take it home pod. We have a Gmail, take it home seven five seven at gmail.com. And uh, we have a Facebook that's uh, Take It Home. So thank you for listening once again. Catch out uh, all the shows. And we will see you next time.